0: Let's finish it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Closing Pitch. My name is Spiker Helms, and this is a show about people, culture, and how to create a winning lifestyle. Dave is across from me, and we are going to be touching base on the NIL. We have been um, pretty vocal on it. What Um, is it? uh, Name, image, and likeness.
1: And what does it do?
0: Uh, allows players to benefit from their name, image, and likeness through monetary value.
1: Yep. So this is this is a big topic. It's um, it's something that was passed by the NCAA uh, last year, I believe. Because um, uh, you know, leading up to this, the big controversy for the last fifteen years was that you know, players and college sports were not allowed to benefit off of their name, image, and likeness. They were not allowed to get paid. They couldn't go sign autographs for money. They couldn't sell their own shirts. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't even, you know, the video games that you play, because that was a whole deal back a long time ago, um, where EA Sports had a college basketball game and UCLA's O'Bannon brothers, who are very tall, bald, black guys, who saw themselves on the game looking exact specs, same height, same nothing, bald, everything. They had the same skill, and they're playing as themselves, and they didn't make a dime off of it. And so the NCAA immediately kind of stopped that and said, well, we're not creating any of those games anymore. We're not going to put any numbers on it. And, we're, and they basically blocked the players' ability to ever get paid um, from a monetary standpoint. Now, they got their scholarship offers and everything else like that, and in the NCAA's eyes, that was sufficient enough for them. But uh, long story short enough, pressure kind of got to the NCAA um, that as of last year, um, the NCAA said and announced that players can now make money – through all kinds of different things, advertisements, selling their autographs, whatever, they can make money on their name, image, and likeness. And now you're really starting to see the craziness unravel. And I'm not saying in a bad way or anything like that, but you're starting to see um, how that's gonna shape college athletics.
0: The first time we talked about this was with Jared Waldoff, who was, um, in a compliance officer for Southeast Missouri state. Um, he wasn't going to see this type of stuff cause it's a mid major. Um, he could, but like locally possibly, but, um, he, he kind of touched base on this. So if you want to go and listen to him and that conversation, there was a lot of good educational points on that. If you are an athlete wondering how this whole world works with compliance and, um, monetary value scholarship, please listen to that episode. It's like a huge masterclass on how the compliance office works at a division one school. Now, power five schools, they probably are way above like just they're dealing with so much stuff um, compared to a mid-major. But it is a really good episode. Now, at the topic at hand, the NIL, I have always been in favor of players making monetary values off of their name, image, and likeness. Because when players get out of school, they're literally doing a restart. A, and they, ha, they literally have given their bodies up for this university to play a game. Now again, it is their choice. They like to play the game. They want to play the game. They are getting paid, but at the same time, th- there's different values based on the school that you are attending so if you are going to purdue you're getting your your monetary value is way more than a kid that's going to missouri state playing sports Mm -hmm. just because the scholarship allotment is way higher um than missouri state so you're there's not equal compensation i could be i could be a better player and provided more marketing for my university than the kid at purdue who is literally sitting on the bench not doing anything
1: so, so the way I've always viewed the topic at hand of paying college athletes is I've always kind of looked at it as, what are you bringing to the table for the college? Um, it's very much like the real world workplace, that the people who are making a ton of money are also the people who are providing a ton of value and making their employers or creating the business that makes a ton of money. So it's an equal handoff. And I've said this since day one. I was a division I was a junior college pitcher and then I was a division two pitcher that nobody showed up in the stands to watch. So when if I was currently playing in my same capacity now, I'm not sitting out there going, hey, Chevy dealership, why am I not getting paid? Because I wouldn't bring anything to the table for them. I wouldn't have done anything. Now the the dude who's Ohio State's quarterback that he looks up in the stands and sees 10,000 of the 100,000 people in the Horseshoe Stadium that they play in wearing his jersey number, that's a little different. He's hes probably making that university quite a bit of money in quite a bit of different areas. Tuition, who shows up to the games, merchandising, uh, TV deals, everything else. And that player's going to look and be like, where's mine? That's where I've always been. So the, uh, the, the NIL which has kind of taken a, a very interesting move because I think most of us would have just thought, well, okay, if you if you allow players to get paid, just the top echelon dudes are going to get paid. The Ohio State quarterback, the Duke point guard, mm-hmm. the guys like that that are, that are well-known that everyone sees on ESPN. They're the ones going to get paid. What's been kind of interesting is it's gone outside of that market. Because of the way influences these days and the visibility of athletes on social media and through other things, you're now seeing, um, you know, college softball players get NIL deals because of their presence on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram. You're seeing golf players. You're seeing all kinds of people because they bring value in other areas. Right. Which is really interesting to me.
0: Which they should be allowed to do that. Like in the past, if they had a social media presence, they couldn't.
1: They, benefit co- on
0: they couldn't benefit on it. And it had nothing to do with them being a player. It had potentially had a little bit in- to do with it. Like, oh, that's interesting because they're a player, part of this university, I get to see the back end of it. Mm-hmm. But then I also like that person. So the NCAA wouldn't allow them to make dollars off of that. Like that person is not going to p- get make money at the professional level if you are, like, not a lot, but college softball. Or sure. If you're a professional softball player, you're not going to make a right. lot of money. right. Uh, and a lot of those baseball players, too, they're not going to make a lot of money. You have sure. to make it to Major League Baseball to be the beneficiary of a sure. $500,000 contract. So, or what's the minimum now? Seven something? Yeah, I, I don't know. But, but it, at the same time, like, <clears throat> I understand where people's concerns are because you're giving 18-year-olds million-dollar deals, which there has been already. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to get really it's going to swing really far to the crazy side because we're not used to it. But at the end of the day, I think it morally it is right to make sure that that person gets paid. Now, I do think that the NCAA should come out with some regulations to where you have to you have to contribute um, a certain dollar amount to a retirement fund. Yeah. I do think that yeah. that should be in play. Be smart. But then some people say, well, you can't tell people what, what to, to do, do with their money. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, um, the male brain is not fully developed until it's like 25, 26. So like, I'm sorry, he's he's a child still.
1: Well, it, I mean, the craziness has already started and, and I think you're 100% right. I think within these... We're going to learn a lot about this process in the next two to three years because it's just starting. It's It's fun to watch from the outside looking in um, because the way people are going to get recruited, it's already happening. Like yesterday was National Signing Day, which is huge for football. Uh, it's the first time the college seniors who have been committed can actually sign not their NIL but their National Letter of Intent, so their NLI. So you saw yesterday the big news – was the number one college football recruit in the country. Shocked the world yesterday. He had been committed to Florida State University, uh, very well-known, big-time school, um, and had been committed there since, I believe I saw it was March of 2020. Mm-hmm. been a while. And yesterday, he shocked the world by he had five hats out in front of him. I think he had Auburn, Georgia, Alabama, Florida state and somebody else. And he threw all those hats off and then unzipped his sweatshirt and typical fashion. That's what a lot of the recruits do and said, I'm going to go to Jackson state university. Yeah. I said that right. Yes. Jackson state university. Now, most of you probably don't know that. Who, well, you know what that school is? Well, it's a, it's a FBS school or F yeah. FBS. FCS, uh, it's basically the old Division One AA. So there's Division One programs, and then there's a tier below that, uh, mid majors for most uh, people's understanding. Uh, so they can't play in, they don't play in the bowl games that you guys are about to see on TV coming up. Um, so most would think, why in the world would he do that? He had scholarship offers to Bama, to Georgia, to everything, and he, he and he's going to get paid to go to those schools too. Um, well, there's a certain coach at Jackson State. His name's deon sanders neon Dion. the guy used to be a two professional athlete he played pro baseball and pro football he's been a social media and media personality now ever since he stopped playing i mean everybody loves deon sanders and then he went back to coaching college and he's he's a very active and this will be important uh barstool sports contributor which if anyone understands who barstool sports is They basically are dominating media these days in so many different capacities and different industries. And so people automatically would think, well, he's got to get paid there, right? Why would you make that jump? Mm -hmm. And this is just rumors. It's not become official, but the dude is going to get paid. I think I heard north of it could be a multimillion dollar deal that this kid is going to sign eventually once he gets on campus. and
0: if i'm if I'm him and I don't know what where he is fine his family's financially, but knowing me, if I have a deal for a full full ride, let's just say it's a fifty thousand dollar um, per year for the university. I can make fifty thousand dollars per year with an education. I'm I'm living. I'm I'm not living great to where like I can buy whatever I want. I'm still taken care of because the university's taking care of me. Or I can go to another university where it's eighteen thousand dollars a year and I get a million dollar contract on top of that. Oh, <laughs> no brainer. I'm ta- I'm taking that deal. Like oh. I am. Yeah. Like it's the same. It's the same conversation with these draft picks for MLB baseball. Is that? We'll give you five million dollars to sign if you're a first rounder or you can go to Vanderbilt
1: sure i'm
0: i'm going i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna well, con- i'm gonna construct my deal to be a five million dollar deal plus i'm gonna have them pay for my schooling when I'm done with playing baseball
1: well it's 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 life changing money let's call it what it is i mean it for most you know, most adults in the country it it it'll take you a long, 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 long time to ever accrue that amount of money.
0: And the people that are sitting there like, oh, they just play for the love of the game. You, put yourself in that situation. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they, they play for the love of the game. Pro, pros do that. Yeah. They play for the love of the game, but they get compensated for it. Yeah. And they should get compensated for it because they have the eyeballs. They have the attention. And saying that, oh, it's it shouldn't be about the money, it's like, well, how do you think they're going to live? Sure.
1: And and I, I I view this move as just the literal beginning of some of the other things that you're going to see unfold through the next couple of years, mm-hmm. because in in our in the past this is this would have never even been a conversation. Jackson State would have never called this player. They would no. have never tried. It wouldn't even. It would have been a literal waste of their time. Now. Jackson state also was filmed all last year, had a ton of media eyeballs on them because of Deion Sanders. They're partnered with some of the biggest media players in the, in the country. That all works. Advertisers like eyeballs. So you can put two and two together. I'm just saying it might be a rumor, but you're going to see this happen in a lot of different areas. And that's going to be the intriguing thing to see what happens because, you know, I was seeing, you know, that Lane Kiffin, who's old Mrs. Football coach talk about this yesterday. He's like, players are getting the leverage again. You whether you like it or not, the money side of it is going to come into Which it. Which
0: they should. Sure. They didn't they didn't have the leverage before. They didn't have a lot of leverage. It's 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 been only recent that they've had that. Don't get caught in nostalgia where we look back and we think about all of the good things back in the in the previous days. Like, oh, this was so great. But then there was a lot of problems that we we kind of glaze over. It's a it's a bias that we have. We love looking at looking in the past and be like, "Oh man, if we could just go back." Guys, back in the day in the 30s and 40s, <laughs> these players were they were just glad to get their college paid for because we didn't have student student loans to get everyone into college. It was mm-hmm. it was you were lucky to go to college. So athletes deserved it. They were doing something that no one else could do. They were part of the top percentage to play college and get a college education. Now it it's common. If you don't have a college degree, it's just like, oh, why didn't you go to college? It's kind of weird. Where back in the thirties and forties, like, oh, you went to Yale. Well holy cow. <laughs>
1: It's evolving it's everything is evolving and changing and i view this as just another one of those and you're gonna have people who are gonna be like this is trash this is crazy we need to go back to the old ways uh this is just this is an abomination on college sports
0: don't get romantic
1: and well they're gonna and they're gonna say that and then you're gonna have the the people who are on the other side that this is great and whatever and ultimately it all works itself out it's the market will figure itself out you know maybe it's going to go crazy a couple years and the schools that have the boosters that have all the money in the businesses you know if they ultimately don't produce they're not going to keep giving that money people don't like to lose it but the stuff that's going to happen from this i'm really intrigued by it spike and i know you you bring up your crypto and your nfts and everything else like that and now i'm the one bringing it up but can you imagine now if a player has stuff like that, where he can sell tokens on his, on his, okay, I'm giving out 100 game jerseys. Mm-hmm. It just, again, it's just going to be things like that and the way social media and the way, the way visibility is going to be uh, monetized is going to be very intriguing because visibility doesn't care if you play college basketball, college football or gymnastics. It doesn't matter. It, it makes no difference. If you're a tennis star at Florida and you have a million followers because you're really good or maybe you're really creative on how you've taught the game and you've influenced a ton of younger athletes in that sport and they all follow you, well, guess what? You're going to get some NIL money. And that's a deal. To me, all it is is rewarding athletes or people who have separated themselves and done something different, whether it's from athleticism, creativity, um, no matter what it is, they've separated themselves.
0: If you're talented, you should be you should be compensated for that. And compensation is just not monetary value. It can be recognition, pat on the back. It could it could be a number of things. And people that will say like, "Oh, Pandora's box has been open. Pandora's box was gonna get open at some point. That thing was gonna get open. So saying that, trying to prevent Pandora's box to get not opened." That's crazy talk. We live in the internet. We live in, we live in a crazy time. Information is free-flowing. Like, back in the day, there wasn't much free-flowing information. Like, you got your information from books. That's what you got it from. Or you got it from your local community leader who potentially could have been told you something wrong. But now, you have the internet. You have a mind. You can literally look up anything you want and be informed.
1: I also want to look at it from a trickle down perspective of this. You know, some people don't. We're all just thinking about the athletes getting paid. Well, how are those athletes now impacting the businesses that employ a lot of people? Mm -hmm. You know, think about it from an advertising standpoint because I think that's where you're going to see a lot of it start. You know, advertisers or businesses are going to want to use the influence of these young athletes to kind of get into that market and hopefully, you know, impact their business positively. They're not just throwing $500,000 at you and saying, Hey, thanks for being a good athlete. And I go win some games. They're saying, I want to see a return on that investment. Okay. So a, uh, a car dealership or Nike or someone else can, you know, basically employ these athletes to be brand ambassadors for them. Well, Those athletes have influence. Now that impacts that company in a positive manner. Now think of the thousands of employees that work for those companies.
0: Instead of impacting the university and building up um, brand awareness to get more students to go to the university, now they're open to provide more indirectly, provide jobs to other people
1: that that's to me like
0: <laughs> seriously that's going to be
1: a game changer because now there's more
0: avenues that, everyone thinks of the negatives when it comes to this conversation and i am and i guess this is there's
1: going to be negatives
0: there's going to be negatives 100%. like i am just an eternal optimist on this and i think the good is going to outweigh the bad and also over time it's going to swing really crazy like we're going to see there's going to be some scandals there're going to be a lot of negative press on 100%. this 100% but at some point, all that negative press is going to then swing it back the other way, which I hope at some point, if there's a college coach that really cares about his players, he will start thinking about, have you thought about taking, doing a retirement fund? Yeah, have, them you, them. have you thought about setting up a trust? Have you thought about um, investing in this? Have you talked about to a financial advisor? Have you done any of that?
1: I think you'll see the good programs. They'll so they'll have it all set up for you.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. And then they're gonna be they're gonna be set because what's happening is is that these players have devoted their bodies to this game, and then they get a degree, and then they have to literally figure everything back out with a with a banged up body. Mm-hmm. Like and then someone's gonna say, well, yeah, they got a they got a degree out of it, and it was free. I'm like Man, that's not technically free. The, I think the cost outweighs the benefit on this. Yeah. So. All in all, I think the NIL is going to be a really good thing, and it's gonna be a crazy time for fans, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, And we're gonna start seeing recruits switch their, um, switch up their uh, ability to go to different universities. It's gonna be be like free agency on steroids. And we're not gonna be, it's gonna, this time, this time, around this time of year, where football players are signing, it is going to be a hyped up event, and we're going to start trying to see what the big surprises is, and you're going to start seeing these breaking news from yeah. ESPN, like, oh, Tim was going to Mizzou and has decided to go to, I don't know, UCM. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it, it is going to be wild and crazy times, and it's going to be fun for fans. I bet you there's going to be betting involved. Uh, obviously, Vegas sure. going to get involved with this at some point. It's I'm, just, I guarantee. It's, it's <coughs>
1: so gonna it's 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 interesting because it's so new. And anytime something new that is wildly popular or at least a piece of information that everybody loves to have an opinion on comes out. I mean, it's just, it's wild. It's nuts. But
0: I will say this last thing that I'm going to yeah. say on this is that the past is dead. <laughs> Do not get stuck in nostalgia and be like, ah, these players, blah, 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 blah. Let's roll with it. Let's see what happens. Let's try to adjust. Cause it's not going away. It's not going to change. Um, I mean, I guarantee you there's going to be some schools that end up forming their own conference off of this. I mean, there could be, there could be some wild times. Maybe that's just a wild guess on my end, but I think that there's going to be a lot of movement in the, um, upcoming years. It's going to be cool. See,
1: regardless if you like it or not, it's going to be interesting.
0: Guys, what are your thoughts on the NIL? We just shared our opinion on it. Are we right? Are we wrong? Do you agree with Dave? Do you agree with me? Um, Write in the comments. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, If you want to watch our pretty faces, go ahead and go on to YouTube. Um, You can also comment on the YouTube channel as well. Um, But we'd love to get your feedback on this. This is a hot topic, um, and we will catch you in the next episode. See you guys.